0: My favorite Trump, along with Donald, not even other than Donald, along with Donald, is his daughter-in-law, Eric's wife. She's on the show like every two weeks. She has been for months. I can't thank her enough. And she's in great shape. She's doing triathlons. Here she is, my friend, Larry Trump. You're a beast. (laughs) Good morning. What are you doing? You're like running and swimming and biking. God bless you. Look at you.
1: All right. oh, well, thank you, yep, swim, bike, run, that's a triathlon, I know. And the only downside to this one is that my daughter, who just turned four, Carolina, Really wanted to do it with me, but I was like, "You probably need to wait a couple more years." So soon <laughs> we'll have multiple Trumps and triathlons. I know the the left can't wait for that. Uh, that's
0: awesome. Actually, uh, you were on the day when it was Carolina's birthday because I played Carolina on My Mind by James Taylor for you, if you remember that's correctly.
1: Right. That's right. That's right. Look, look you at go. you. You're following all of it. I, love I got it, all
0: of it. Yeah. So um, your father in law is about to leave us here in New Jersey and head back down to Florida in a couple of days, but. I guess uh, he would probably agree, too, Lara, not a quiet summer in New Jersey with Donald Trump. He'll never forget this one up in New Jersey. Is that fair to say?
1: I think so. I mean, it'll be hard for anybody to forget this summer. The, the, there has been a lot that has transpired as it relates to my father-in-law, as it relates to our country as a whole. You look at the current president. You look at his family. You look at the way that the double standard is so obvious to so many people when it comes to prosecuting people sometimes they just prosecute people for no crimes committed a la donald trump and then you got the biden family who obviously has a lot that they have done wrong and now at least they're trying to hold the hunter accountable for something convenient though said it's the only thing they can't actually tie to joe biden uh but yeah it's been it's been quite a summer for this country i just hope that whenever we look back at this we realize that this was the turning point when people started to wake up started to get it and started to decide that they were done voting for a party and the Democrats that has done nothing for them, that has done everything to destroy this country and make life harder for people. I think we're going to see a big turnaround in 2024.
0: And I hope you're right. You're not to God's ears. I think you're right, too, but I hope you're right. You know, you mentioned Biden, and uh, Brian Kameet was on with me earlier, and he said, you know, Sid, Trump comes on with you. You think Biden would ever come on? I go, no. He goes, say what you want about Donald Trump. Last night he was on NBC with Welker. NBC is awful to him. A couple of months ago, he was on with CNN. CNN is awful to him. He just did an interview with Megyn Kelly. Not exactly sweet to your father-in-law. you got to give Trump credit. It doesn't matter who it is. He goes unafraid, speaks his mind, and talks about this country. What other politician, Sid, does that? And to be honest, Lara, I couldn't think of one other than your father-in-law. Yeah.
1: It's so true. I mean, he, he really is, is scared of nothing. And I think, look, when you have the truth and the facts on your side, it makes a big difference. And, and whenever you look at the performance of this country under the leadership of Donald Trump, when you look at almost every metric in America, things were better for people. So he has a great record to talk about. And you see how quickly things changed whenever you had different leadership of course, in the form of Joe Biden and the Democrat Party. Um, So he has a a, a real record behind him. He has a lot of plans he wants to put in place for this country and things that are going to make life better for people, easier for people, give us our standing on the world stage again, make sure our country is strong and prosperous. And so, yeah, although these places are a little hostile to him, he is really unafraid of, of anything. And I think he's willing to at least reach out to people who may never have given him a chance before. But he wants to talk to everybody because he's not just running for president again, to be president for half the country. He wants to be president for everyone in this country. And God bless him. Good for him for getting out there and speaking his mind and telling the truth and having the facts to back him up. I love to see it. You
0: know, I told him uh, when he was on a couple of times ago that uh, he ran out of New York, and I would to uh, the taxes, and more importantly, the way they treat him here. It's really gross. But he's still New York. I see uh, Trump all over the place. I walk past his uh, Fifth Avenue residence almost every day, Lara. You too. You and Eric lived here. Now you guys are gone. You'll move down to Florida. And I get all that. But if you were still here, if you were still here, you'd be seeing what I'm dealing with every day. Do you know I've been to three rallies? And I never protest. Never. I've been to three rallies with Curtis Lee over the last couple of weeks over these illegals. They have inundated us with these illegals not vetted. We don't know if they've got diseases, if they're terrorists, if they're rapists, if they're drug dealers. I imagine most of them are good people, but I just don't know. Why should I have to take that chance as a taxpayer up in New York? So, again, you guys are down in Florida, but your father-in-law, all he has to do is talk about the border, how the border has become a sieve and is ruining cities and states like mine, and he will win this election going away.
1: Well, I think you're right. And and I think, you know, that the the tide has sort of started to turn on all of this when you have the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, even admitting that if this crisis is not addressed with illegals pouring into our country unchecked, it is unsustainable. It will destroy cities like New York. And what you're talking about is what I hear from friends of mine who still live in New York every day. It is a major issue. and, And it's obvious in places like New York. It's obvious in big, major metropolitan areas, but Sid, it's touching every aspect of our country. Every community in America is seeing the negative effects of this because when you just allow millions and millions of people unchecked into our country, yes, you're correct. We have had how many people now who are on the terrorist watch list that we know of try to come into our country? How about the ones that we haven't caught coming into the country Regardless of that, regardless of the fentanyl that's pouring over our southern border that's killing 100,000 Americans a year, having this amount of people without any proper checks and any system to actually get them into our country, it taxes every system in America from our, our educational system to our healthcare care system, and it is unsustainable. And I think you're right. This is something that from the very first moment Donald Trump ran for president in 2015, he talked about this. He got so much criticism for it, but border crossings were at an all-time low under his administration. Now you look at where we are today. I mean, man, what a difference. Oh. And it really has started to, to be – the effects yeah. of it have been very obvious. And I think you're right. I think every person in this country is starting to realize, man, this was a bad idea.
0: No, they haven't yet. They should. I mean, I've been doing radio now here in New York, middays and mornings for seven years since I came back. And in the four years that Donald Trump was president, my uh, former Lakeway partner, Bernie McGurk, I rest his soul. We never said the word migrant once, Laura, not once now I spend hours a day. I don't even call them migrants. I don't call them asylum seekers. They're, it's not there for these poor people. They're illegals. And I never mentioned that word once when your father-in-law was president of the United States. I want to move over to the Bidens, though. You know what, Kevin, I don't like this Republican infighting, you know, Chip Roy, Matt Gaetz, Marjorie Taylor Greene, the man at McCarthy. Look, look, we need to get this impeachment inquiry done. We have to do it. I know some people don't like it. Tit for tat is not a real crime here. I don't care. (laughs) They indicted my friend four times for nonsense, and there's a lot more information on Joe Biden than there is on Donald Trump. I believe we need to do it. I know how he feels. How do you feel?
1: Of course we need to do it. Are you kidding me? What we've seen happen with the Biden family is one of the greatest national security threats that we have ever seen in this country, at least in our lifetime. This is really scary stuff. The fact that we don't know as American citizens whether the guy – Who is at the very top as president of the united states commander-in-chief is making decisions every day based on what is best for our country or best for the pockets of the biden family that's crazy stuff and and it's kind of become so commonplace we've heard so much about it that maybe people are starting to ignore it or tune it out we cannot we cannot allow something like this to happen the fact you have an entire family all the way down to the grandkids did who have received money from Russia, from China, from Ukraine, from Kazakhstan. What in the heck were they selling? They were selling influence in the form of Joe Biden's position in government. That should never happen in this country. And I'll tell you what, if we let this stand right now, then, I mean, that that's it. Then anybody in the future, whether they're the president all the way down, this will be the standard and this is how it will operate. And this country will never be the same. So, uh, yes, we need an impeachment inquiry. Yes, we need to find out what the heck is going on. And, yes, people need to be held accountable for this because it's totally un-American.
0: Listen, I know he's your father-in-law, and you love him. And he loves you. I mean, he really does. I know that. And uh, and Eric. And I get all that, okay? And he was a great president, and all those things are true. But I want you to be completely honest with me, completely honest, Lara. If I would have said to you there's going to come a day When your father-in-law, who you love desperately, I get it, when your father-in-law is indicted four times and also beyond the indictments has to sit on trial for a rape case, which he won because the jury decided she was not raped. If I told you all of these things were going to happen and your father-in-law was going to improve in the polls, you would have said to me what?
1: Yeah, I would have said it's crazy. <laughs> Are you kidding? I mean, first of all, Sid, you forget, I grew up in North Carolina. I never imagined even my last name being Trump, let alone
0: you, you, all of you, this. You, you had a better chance of your last name being Jordan than Trump.
1: <laughs> That's exactly right. Michael Jordan went to my high school. That's so funny. Oh, it, honestly, it it's so wild to see, but it's the reason that I feel like, and I, I hear this from people all the time, that there really is a divine element in all of this, that God has a hand on my father-in-law. How else could he have withstood everything he did while he was president of the United States and yet still had so many accomplishments under his belt for this country? How else could he be facing all that they are throwing at him and still stand strong and say, I am willing to take it. I know what they're trying to do to me, but it's worth it to me to stand up for this country and stand up for what I know is right. There is something uh, you know, spiritual going on here in this country. I think a lot of people feel it and that is honestly the only way I can explain how you see what's happening to Donald Trump going on and yet his poll numbers are still going up and people are starting to realize what has been going on in this country.
0: And on the way out, I mean, you talk to him and and it's a family thing. He loves your kids, your grandchildren and all that. So this is not about politics. You know, I, I speak to Joe Tacopina every day. He's probably your father's biggest-named attorney, and he tells me, listen, he's doing great, he's doing great, but, you know, listen, he's a human being. He's a human being. I'm sorry. I don't care how tough you are, and he's as tough as they come. Four indictments, got to go to court. It's going to bother you eventually. But that's his attorney talking. I want his daughter-in-law, who's on the golf course with the grandkids, who's running around with the dogs. You tell me, be completely honest, how has your father-in-law's personality been since all this has gone down?
1: I mean, I wish I could, I don't wish I could say that it, it has been bad, but he's been great. Honestly, he <laughs> called me the other night, like 930 and he said, it was my son's birthday. And he goes, I, I honey, I had nothing else going on today. And I've missed, I know I missed talking to Luke. Can he call me in the morning? Cause I want to wish him a happy birthday, oh. birthday. He's calling to wish his grandson a happy That's birthday with great. everything else going on and making sure he talks to him. He's joking. He's happy. He's lighthearted. And I'll tell you what. Um, you know, whenever you know in your heart you've done nothing wrong, I think that it, it gives you clarity. And I think that's what you see with him. He knows he's done nothing wrong. He knows what this is all about. And he's got the greatest spirit about him I've ever seen. So I'm going to have to agree with Joe Tacopina on this one.
0: I agree with both of you too. I had him on the, on the show just about, uh, well, about a week ago. And, uh, he sounded upbeat and great. I played a message from my mom. He was so happy. I'm going to send your mother a hat. I'm going to send her whatever she wants. My mother's house in upstate New York has more Trump flags on it than, uh, half these boroughs combined. So she loves them too. So, well, uh, thank you, Larry. You're, you're, you're really wonderful. I can't, I can't thank you enough for all these months. You keep coming back. You provide such a great insight. I love you. I love your family. Thank you so much. We'll talk again very soon.
1: You got it. Thanks so much.
0: All right. Take care. Lara Trump right there, Donald Trump's daughter-in-law. She is so good on TV and radio. We love having her on, and she keeps coming back every couple of weeks. Thank you, Lara.